Ooh, showing some love. You know. Oh, I do. Mmm. <laughs> Sexy. So good. So good. So good. I mean, we could just we could, we could play we just, longer. They're not going to sue us. That's what I was saying. We, we can play longer. They're not. They're definitely not going to sue us. We could. We could just spend the whole episode. Welcome, welcome, listeners, to episode number. Wow, it's been so long that I realize in this moment I do have to look it up. Normally, I can just you know off the top of my head uh, tell you, but we are at episode. Woo! 195. Wow. 195. There we are. But I had to, I had to think about we it. We are five away from 200? We're five away. I know. I thought we were further down too, but no, we're, we're, we're five away from, from 200. So, you know. Well, give our former selves a pat on the back for being so ready to pot. We've done good. We've done good. Yeah. And um, we are, that, that song, dear listeners, uh, just so you know, you know is, is from the, the wonderful band, the one and only Sloth Rust. It is a cover of the song Pony, and today, that was the extended version, which we do not have time for on this podcast, but you should go listen to. It is a 14-minute long improvised jam uh, of Pony. So Ooh, uh, so good. Yeah, they have a short uh, version, but the long version was just released today. I can honestly say I have not heard the full long version yet, but the short one was such a jam. Uh, I was so happy when it came out. I was like, that's exactly what I needed today. <laughs> Fire a little slot for us in my life fire cover and never it is a bad time. never a bad time it is october 4th at 6 21 mountain time and of the year 2023 in case you were curious uh and today it is just just the two two mighty uh i'm joined by john kelly in the uh, denver metro area how are you doing good man good um glad to be back sorry that we've been gone for so long but you know life happens we get busy um and special shout out to to anderson who's not with us tonight he's just out there living real life nhl franchise moments on a daily basis um he'll be back someday someday soon someday soon once he once he gets settled in the gm mode settles down uh and i am your host let's get it let's get it world tyler grillo here out here in the west coast bay area where it is we're having our second summer um psa I had to look up. I was like, ooh, is Indian summer racist? Turns out it is. It's not like directly racist, but it's like, it is a term that Native Americans use, I think mostly in the East uh, in the East Coast, uh, indigenous people are there for the time of year, like th- this, this moment when like it's starting to get cool into fall, but then you have like a little spurt of like really warm weather. Um, but th- I just read it was like, just use the term second summer. So here we are, uh, second summer. I like it. I did not know the history of yeah. Indian summer. I actually literally thought it referred to like India, like the country India somehow. And I was like, I was like, right. Cause it's always warm there. Right. So, but no, that's not what it refers to. Um, but uh, yeah, having a little heat wave, uh, although, you know, this is a, obviously since the indigenous people have been tracking it for a long time, this is a thing that happens and it does generally happen in the Bay area sometime in October. It will, but right. It's like, it feels a little hotter. Like it's 91, like usually it'd be like, Oh, maybe eighties, but like 91 feels like a lot, but you know, we shall see if the pattern continues hey. next year. It's nice. Hopefully, hopefully you're getting outside, enjoying some of that sunshine. Yeah, got to do it. Yes, if you're around, take it, take it in. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Oh, I guess it's here, but not there. And uh, 
we could talk about so again as kelly said sorry it's been so long listeners you know life happens sometimes sometimes you get that transition out of the summertime and you know you get a little busy busy but i was like looking back i'm like it's almost been six weeks i think so apologies for our hiatus next time we'll try to announce that but you know probably not because we never we never really take a break. <laughs> planning yeah. ahead that's not an AmeriPod. not not a thing but there's so many uh, things we could talk about right uh you know in in libya the derna dam broke that which it's awful you know the crumbling infrastructure they are warned about it but it looks like at least nine thousand people died um that happens in yeah that one's really wild um not much to say there besides just terrible accident yeah yeah and just i worry about the late stage capitalism of crumbling you know, just crumbling infrastructure, you know, I mean, it's happening all over in some places more than others that have less access to resources, developmental right. resources, but poof. Bad and day. places where there are access to resources. Look at the wildfires on Maui. That happened. Yeah. I don't think we've had one since that happened. Um, that was so. devastating. Absolutely devastating. Yeah. Those are like, that's scary. And the climate change that happened there, because that whole area used to be a swamp. And then for the sugar, for the sugar cane industry, when that was happening, they like diverted all the water and just messed up the ecology there. Like, cool, good times. Um, yep. Yep. Um, but hey, on, on to the real topic. You know who's going to save us? Who? House Republicans. That's right. Figure it out. That's right. They care once, about all these issues. Yeah. Once, once they impeach the president and uh, figure out how to elect a new speaker. So uh, yeah. I guess they just have a few other problems on their plate. For, yeah, first they have to do that. First they have are to caused by nothing else besides being a complete clown show and not <laughs> not actually governing anything properly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Let's, well, let's get into it. Let's just get into it without. Uh, get, well, let's the, get into the, it. The, the, the indictment of Biden happened first. Do you want to do you want to give a little. Sure. Let's start there. Yeah. So. um the House officially opened an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden uh, last week. If I'm getting my dates correct, it may have been the week before, but I'm pretty sure it was last week. Yeah, yeah. Time, what is it? Um, yeah, what is it? But so the reason that they're doing this is because there are supposed connections between Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China and a direct connection to Joe Biden profiting off of it um, in exchange for doing something. We don't know what. Um, but I, I'm being a little facetious because mainly so far it's been a big nothing burger. Um, they've started a, they've started some hearings and presented quote unquote evidence that isn't really evidence um, besides them just making inquiries, right? Um, about what could possibly be there. Um, it's very much a fishing expedition uh, into President Biden's personal life. Um, there's some very strange, I would say, non-congruencies in the timeline they're trying to present. Um, for example, they have text messages and calls between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, where he was, Hunter Biden was with business associates at the time, but Joe Biden wasn't even in the office and not a candidate at the time um right there's <laughs> there's been no connection so far of a quid pro quo where he's promising these people that he will do something in the federal government in the united states to help their business dealings right. um if they give his son more money um nothing like the republicans say, really we say 
Yeah. N nothing in the vein of show we say a sitting president um, asking a foreign leader to maybe do something, I don't know, maybe with around Hunter Biden uh, for the sake of military protection. Nothing, nothing like that, huh? That was a perfect call. It was perfect. My language <laughs> was perfect. Perfect. Uh, but really, you know, it's clear to me that they are trying to stir up general discontent against the president of the United States, right? It's based off of a lot of what they consider to be unfair treatments of King Donald. Um, and uh, it's a nothing burger so far. You know, we'll see if it actually comes to anything, but it's very clear that what they're trying to do is use this as a platform to get potentially independent voters rallied, riled up about the Democratic Party and potential misdealings by President Joe Biden and um, they don't have enough evidence to actually do an impeachment. So they're just taking a first step to say, hey, we'll hold a bunch of peer hearings and we're going to subpoena a bunch of people, see if we can find something. Yeah. Um, right. So we'll see. I doubt they find anything, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like, you know, as we've said on this podcast before, like if there were illegal things done, then yeah, they should be held accountable and prosecuted for those things. 100%. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lock him up. If, yeah. if he was if he was actually sitting there and saying, give my son a million dollars so he can go buy some more guns and cocaine, please. Yeah. And yeah. I will allow I don't know. I'd like th this is the hardest part for me because I'm not sure what Joe Biden as vice president of the United States at that time could promise to them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was vice president, certainly not when he was not running even as a candidate in the weird timeline that they have. But when he was actually vice president in very few beginning pieces of this, I'm not sure what he could have done to either oil companies in Ukraine or for trading partners in China, considering that the only power as vice president he really has is to maybe cast a deciding vote. Yeah, yeah. In Congress. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just waiting to hear what what exactly his plan was to to help these people out. Um, yeah. Was right. but totally. hopefully we'll get there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll find something today. Yeah. There's you know, um, not quite sure how it adds up. Well, and and you know, it's like, of course, one can do multiple things at once. A, a legislative bodies obviously are always doing multiple things at once. Um, but you know, this of course takes time and energy and effort and resources to do an impeachment hearing like this. While you know, there also weren't able to get a deal on the government funding and risking a government shutdown that went to the fucking nth hour this past Saturday. And, you know, uh, as a majority leader, it was Kevin McCarthy's responsibility to get this deal in. And because of the far right faction uh, of the Republican Party, they weren't able to, even though they had the majority, they weren't able to get the votes for that. So in order to prevent a government shutdown, uh, they had to use some Democratic votes and make some um, compromises in order to do that. Just th that only funded it till mid-November, I think. Yeah, even... slight compromises to keep the government running until for 45 more days. Yeah, yeah, for 45 more as one does. But that was enough for Matt Gates. Tell you what, that was enough. He had, yep. he had heard enough. And like he had threatened to do... Because to get, if you all recall, uh, it was very hard to get a speaker in the first place. They, no one had enough votes. 
one of the things that Kevin McCarthy uh, compromised on or to get the votes again with this far right faction of it's like six or nine of them right at this point. I don't know. It's not even that. Many. Uh, no, I, it's more than that. I think it's okay. it's in the 20s. I think, oh, okay. All right. So, okay. 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 So, um, but you can only name a few of the big ones. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lauren Boebert can name a few of the big ones. Uh, oh, man. No, we're coming yep. back. We're going to come around to that all episode. List, dear listeners, enjoy that. Um, uh, because of that, so during the compromise, uh, or during the the uh, picking of the Speaker of the House, one of the things that uh, they had to compromise on, uh, that uh, Kevin McCarthy had to compromise on in order to get the votes from this far right faction, was that it only took one person, one member of the House, to call a vote uh, to try to oust a sitting uh majority leader never happened never nobody's ever made no one's ever no no speaker has ever made that deal to get a few uh, people in his party in line uh basically shot himself in the foot before they even got out the door oh yeah uh, by by allowing that Um, oh yeah i mean who knows what he even got in there in the first place but there we are and then matt gates had said uh if you use republican the politician votes, beavis from beavis and butthead if you ever look at his forehead man he looks like beavis from beavis and butthead he, he really I, does. I think he probably laughs in in private like beavis does too. <laughs> yeah continue yeah. please uh so like he had threatened to do if he used democratic votes which kevin mccarthy did in order to pass a stopgap funding of the government so the government wouldn't shut down and all these you know, federal programs that are really important for people to be able to get, you know, like single mothers to get resources and, you know, the TSA and, you know, really important shit um, that they couldn't pass a normal one because this same far right faction is so hard line on certain things that they would not compromise. So Kevin McCarthy went to Democrats to get a stopgap measure happen. And then Matt Gaines was like, hey, I told you if you ever did that, I'm going to try to get you out of here. And he called the, the vote and Democrats, of course, were like, great, get that guy out of there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was amazed by the amount of like news that popped up and was like, will Kevin McCarthy do a deal with the Democrats to stay in power? And I was like, I don't know whoever's writing this hot take, but that's never going to happen. He's yeah. absolutely not <laughs> going to bend his will to the Democrats just so he can like stay for another day because the Republicans would just turn around and do it again. That's part yeah. of this like one person can vote him out at yeah. any time or call right. a vote, I should say, right, at right, any time. Right. right, right um right. but yeah, it's it it's just a, a symptom that they can't get their own house together. That's right. Enough to even try to govern. They have yeah. people that are so far out there and cannot agree on the simplest pieces of forming a government. And I mean, I understand that pieces of it are very much rooted in their stance against the ukraine russia war right they very much want funding cut there and it's in their supposed staunch conservatism of spending programs um again uh we've discussed this before on this pod but it's not really fiscal conservatism that they're arguing for they're arguing for larger military increases just not going to the war in ukraine and they're really just arguing over what you would call beauty cuts on certain mm-hmm. spendings, what they wouldn't call entitlements, right? People's social security, like you said, single mothers who need help with their kids, right? People who are on SNAP programs that need to help feeding themselves, yeah. right? Um, they're talking about very small cuts on those ends yeah. so they can raise our military budget, but not 
in the war in Ukraine. So that's really what a lot of that comes down to, which is uh, terrible, uh, <laughs> terrible people for arguing for a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the fact that they are <laughs> doing so in a way that makes their entire party look like a circus um, right. does not help them in the long run. It really yeah. doesn't. Yeah, no, it definitely does not. Terrible people, you know, if Lauren Boebert is any uh, evidence, maybe fun to hang out with, but still terrible oh, people nonetheless. Super fun to hang out with at shows, I yeah. guess. Uh, uh, apparently, apparently. Vaping, yeah. it's all touchy with people. Yeah. You know, like, that's stuff that I'm usually totally down for. You know? Yeah, it's exactly, like, exactly. Um, you can leave behind not... the AK-47s, but the rest is cool. <laughs> maybe not next to pregnant people. Like you can yeah. vape at other places within the theater. That's right. Um, That's right. But I, the best part about that whole thing is the fact that the person she was with runs is a Democrat who runs yeah. a bar that hosts gay drag shows and is yeah. a gay friendly bar. It's amazing to me. Yeah. That, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> her response, I guess I got to start checking whose people party affiliates are when I'm dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 How yeah. deaf could you possibly be like honestly dude unreal. Ugh, the world unreal. we live in um, unreal unreal uh, i mean th th this is this is, uh, listeners if you don't know what we're talking about i don't even really have the heart to tell you you can just go and google lauren bobert uh date that should be enough yeah. i'm sure you'll get Be beetlejuice show beetlejuice show yeah that'll get it for sure uh but uh it, it is it is quite wild well back to the maybe maybe she'll be the house speaker doubt it um but i do has she thrown her hat in yet no, i don't think she has so. i don't think so i don't know if she's got any clout given this other scandal that she's involved with i mean who knows <laughs> everybody's got a chance i think i get this point yeah i mean it's like who's i mean i'm not even so as we said unprecedented has never happened um and uh ousting i think it's ousting a a, a house speaker there was like i think someone did get ousted but maybe it was like it was for some different reason or it wasn't the same. It wasn't in the same. And I was even, I think that was like a hundred years ago, I think. Um, right. And, and, and again, right. They just passed the stopgap measure for another 45 days of running the government. What they should be doing is trying to hammer out an actual fiscal bill that will right. keep the government running. And instead, and actually works probably really well with a lot of their bases, especially the far right yeah. um, contingent is that they're like we're actually killing two birds with one stone here because not only are we sticking yeah. it to kevin mccarthy who is hated by a lot of the republican base for being quote unquote too nice or too liberal with democrats even though he's been anything but obstructionist in any type of passing right. in the house um totally that they can now for long the shutdown of the government because they can just infight about who should be the next speaker because without a speaker they can't pass anything so they could just sit there and wallow in it, and they're yeah. actually winning points with their base. Not that, not that that matters. I think it hurts them generally with Americans right. by doing it. They think that they're winning points for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Overall, not sure. I mean, you know, it is. Do the American people put together the like? Oh, if, if the government shutdown, it's like I'm missing my benefits. That's because of the shutdown. We don't always know if people are putting those uh, pieces. That's together. true. It's a sticky thing how people yeah. choose to blame or applaud yeah. how the government works. It's a very yeah. strange thing, how they connect that. But well, and Kelly, I, you may know this, you may know this. So there's a, like, there are rules for like, Kevin McCarthy had to put like a list of, you know, people should he get ousted or I guess, you know, any, anything, not be able to serve. And so there's a, there's a, a majority leader pro temper, but, but 
there's going to be now need to be a process for selecting the next one. And I'm not actually sure how that, well, I know it works, but like, do, can they not pass anything until they have? Uh, I believe so. It's basically, wow. you need the speaker in place. I mean, I, I guess if there was enough buy-in from enough Republicans and Democrats, they could still do it with a pro tem. Right. But okay. I believe you have to have at least that person in place just to have bills introduced. Right. You can't have bills introduced on the floor without a speaker at the house. Cause he's basically, he's the one who's in charge of the entirety of the rules of how the inner workings of the house works, right? right. When bills can be introduced, when committees can be scheduled, all of the stuff that goes along with just the administrative side of right. what the House of Representatives does. Right. I, I'm guessing they probably could do it with the pro temp, but why would they? Yeah. At this point. Um, well, the, the pro temp when he was up there just, you know, doing his thing to just basically call the session, like, you know, close the session. He seemed like, ah, oh, shit. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> like, look like he was happy with the position that he was in. Cause I mean, I'm sure him and McCarthy are tight. So, ah, there's no win for him. I mean, I, I guess he probably, as, as bad as he felt there, probably turned into an equally big chub for him this morning as he uh, kicked Nancy Pelosi out of her office and one other right. Democrat out of their office. Feeling the power. That's yes. Right. That's right. Yeah. I feel yeah. so good kicking an 80-year-old woman out of her office. Yes. <laughs> yes. Celebrate me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I saw a couple things today. It's like, Jim Jordan is tossing his hat in the ring, which not surprising um, given his stature within the party currently and the role that he's played uh, both in, in on many committees, but also as kind of heading the Trump and um, the Biden impeachment inquiry um, committee. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he got it. I think Scott Scalise was also a name that I heard thrown around a little bit today. Um, You know, neither, are what you would consider middle of the road Republicans. They're very firmly Trump Republicans. Um, big lie, Biden impeachment. They're they're very very much those guys. So um, it tells you where the party's at philosophically. Um, but it it could be a mess, you know. Because um, yeah. I mean, I they, think... they they Kevin McCarthy barely got the votes before, so it's like who yeah. you know. Well, and I I don't I don't know, but. I, I think it's, isn't it now enshrined that it's a one vote and out? Yeah. And I saw that uh, like Mitch McConnell was like, you should get rid of that rule. Like, that's a bad rule. Yeah. If they but, were smart, they would do it, but they're not going to. They'll yeah, keep it in there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's like this can just happen. And, and it is another moment of like just like the chipping away of democracy, right? It's all these small little things. But when you can have anybody call one, just one representative call a vote, you know, to oust the speaker. It's just like, that's one of those things that just can throw a wrench into anything at any moment and, you know, just delay and delay and, and, and grind you know, the government to a halt, yep. grind the government to the halt. And especially when the, you know, like I, I, in this situation, I definitely think the Democrats were right to vote to, to oust him. I mean, like, come on, like this is still, you're still adversaries here. Right. But I mean, like that basically means at any point, any, you know, it, if you have a handful of, I mean, depending on how the, the the seats come out, but it's like, it doesn't take much, right, for this to happen. All he had to do was call this vote, you know, their little part, there was enough, the Democrats were like, great, we'll join you. And it's like, you know, like you said, it can happen, you can grind the gears to a halt at any moment, basically. Um, 
fucking crazy crazy yeah yep and and don't forget that part of the reason that they're doing this is because there's still such a stronghold from trump republicans within the body politic and uh his vitriol coming out of all of his difference campaign events while he's being charged with all these crimes is getting worse and worse and yeah. so they now need to double down because he's continuing to double down um so it's going to continue to be a mess um yeah. over these next six months as he clearly runs away with the primary uh yeah. and he's going to get charged with all these crimes <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, going to be yeah. a shit show next year yeah uh, it really is yeah. Um, Hard to even which keep means it we'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll be we'll be back more often. Right? We'll yeah, we'll have, we'll have plenty. Yeah, we'll plenty, plenty to talk about. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see um, uh, how things, like where all the dates land and everything. But yeah, but too much for this episode. But like, that shit's heating up too with Trump. I mean, you know, he's and he's using it too. Is it, you know, as like a, well, there was one this week, right? Uh, where it was, it wasn't an arraignment. It was a... I don't know, they were it's setting... the start of his fraud case in New York yeah. where he, he got gag ordered by the judge because he kept talking about how the clerk was anti-Trump to right. the reporters afterwards. So right. they put a right. gag order on him, um, which I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier, honestly, given some yeah. of the stuff that he's saying. But it's such a weirdly fine line that has to be walked because he is a presidential candidate. He's the leading presidential candidate in the Republican Party. And... I, you can't take away his speech to be able to talk about stuff, even though he's putting his foot in his mouth, but yeah. he's also been given a lot more leeway in terms of what he's allowed to say than just about anybody else who'd be in the court system, right. which once again shows that he thinks he's above the law and Republicans think that he's above the law because they don't yeah. see any problem with it. Right. Um, and God help us if he gets back in. With that chip Seriously. on his shoulder after he goes through all this stuff and then gets elected president again, it's going to be bad news for a lot of people. It's um, going to be rough. That's going to be rough. Well, he's like, he didn't even have to go to that thing this week. Like that, he wasn't he wasn't required to be there, but he showed up. And you know, mm -hmm. of course, a bunch of press shows up and blah blah. And he's like, "Oh, think about it, man. It it had to have been this one. Probably hurts him the most. Mm -hmm. Donald mm -hmm. Trump is nothing but a brand. He is nothing. Like totally. you look at him, the." His willingness to flop on issues, his willingness to follow whatever gets him the easiest applause, the easiest yep. buck, that's who he's always been. And yep. so the fraud against his name to take yeah. a, to say that he's not a billionaire, this means more to him than the other ones. I guarantee yeah. it. Personally. Yeah, no, absolutely sense. means more to him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's and it's, and it's and it's revealing his schemes, right? His schemes of increasing a property, you know, values so that he could get more loans from, you know, like equity loans from it, but then decreasing the values in the town to play taxes, right? Which is his game, right? He's a he's a trickster, you know. He's a he's a yeah. trickster's too nice of a name. There's like sometimes positive connotations. He's a you know he's a he's a spinster. He's a fraud, right? So he, yeah, what what Southern people would call a carpetbag. Well, right. all those Yankees used to came down and steal from him after the war, uh, which yeah. is funny because he's stealing from all the <laughs> Southern Republican <laughs> yeah, rednecks yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's right, great. Right, he's, right. He is a carpetbagger. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, at, at the end of the day, um, it's 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 a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. And his it, he's going to go down for this one, too, it seems like. Um, yeah. He shot himself in the foot with some legal arguments. Right. Um, his lawyers were not astute enough to ask for a trial by jury, which would have been better for him. Um, right. They just didn't 
I, I don't know how you drop the ball on that one. Yeah. Um, but in no legal sense, in any precedent set in kind of the kind of law we're talking about here in terms of like fraud law um, with banks and property valuations, in no way can you say, oh, I overvalued this because I believed it was going to be worth that much in six years. That's right. not how that works, yeah. no matter how you yeah. cut it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes there's valuations taken in in future stuff, but very, very rarely and only in certain cases. And you can't just point to it and say, well, I just knew what I was talking about. I knew that stuff would go up. So I valued it more than that's right. frauding. That's, yeah. that's yeah. fraud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. You just admitted to it, um, yeah. but you think yeah. it's your defense, which is... Yeah mind-boggling but it's yeah, who he yeah. is so uh we'll see Crazy. we will we will certainly see well he fits you know you know he is the leader of of the clown party he is the clown so you know it uh it makes sense but um yeah i mean keep tabs on that listeners keep tabs and we'll you know give updates too on that and also on this speaker situation because it's like they got to figure out something uh to keep the government you know fund the government and, uh, yeah yep we'll see um I, I'm guessing Jim Jordan, but yeah, we'll see. Could be Jim Jordan. I like that uh, Hakeem Jeffries threw his hat in the ring and just like, yeah, you want to get out of this clown circus? You can vote for me. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> we as Democratic Party actually want to pass laws that yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, we will compromise, even if it pisses off our base. We will compromise with you. Yeah, crazy yeah, 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 right. Because oh, we God. prefer an actual functioning democracy and yeah. government that runs it. Yeah, turns out, turns out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, funny, um, funny how that works. Yeah, but in the meantime, friend, we will we will try to be more a little better uh, with our frequency here, listeners. We're sorry we left you hanging there for a little bit. Thanks for those of you who reached out to to ask. That me- means a lot that you you know you actually noticed that we were gone. We missed you too. Always. Let's. Uh, could we wrap it up? Are we gonna get a little pony again? Oh, of course. We're gonna get a little pony on the outro. Um, and you know, on that on that note, I guess you know. God, Godspeed. Godspeed. John's not here. Godspeed. I could listen to that. Keep just keep going. Oh. The, perfect, the perfect place fills. to put that on. Perfect wow, part of the it. song. Yeah, <laughs> for that. Yeah, so good. <laughs>